Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. It's time for Zag Hoop Talk with Jack and Zag on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know which things to use to wipe? It looks like he's playing for the Sonics. Wow, dude. I didn't realize that. We're just admiring pictures of Leslie from that was high school. So what, early nineties? High school. This is college. That is LSU. LSU. That is LSU. So, well, I mean, the joke was that she was oh. in college in the nineties. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We just glanced over that because it was so outrageous for me to suggest it was high school. Um, Sack and Jack on a Friday record. Oh, we're back, guys, and we got what are what would you call him? The most, <laughs> he's the most recurring guest. He's got to be. Yes. Yes. It has to be. Thank he's you. the guy. He's the guy we call on when we want to do less work to carry, mm. carry more water. Let's Are we going to be able to do this? Can I make the announcement? Yeah. I think, I think Rob needs to make the announcement. Can we still do this when you're in Kentucky? Slim, oh, Slim Sean Woodmer is moving from Spokane to Kentucky, and we need to know if there's internet available in Kentucky so oh. we can still call on him. That's I don't a great know. question. I, I know they have dial-up. <laughs> I might not be able to have video. That's just but I good. Probably have audio. So uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be willing to rock and roll. I got no job lined up in Kentucky. All right, so done. Not, okay, maybe you just be a, you'll be our producer for a little while. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you and Christian on the ones and twos. Yeah. Um, for those of you who live in and around Spokane or spent any time in and around Spokane in the last twenty years. You know who Slim is. He is the glue that holds the Jay and Kevin show together. He's never and been Slim. He's never. It's a, it's an ironic nickname. Hey Rob, <laughs> I, I'm starting to trim down a little bit. I'm trying to catch you a little that, bit. That's it's like, like my name is Shorty. Slim is like six four, <laughs> 160 pounds. No, I was up to two twenty. <gasps> I'm now down to two hundred. You were not so slim. Not so slim. Yeah, dude, I beefed up. Oh, and then it wasn't even during COVID. It was two years after COVID. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you kids. were like, it's all kids. <laughs> it's kids. Rob, I'm telling you. So yeah. I, my kids are behind me. I'm sorry if they make a lot of noise during this. I've got them. We've just had a, a daycare issue. And so I just snack on their stuff, man. I just had to stop doing it. I was snacking on nuggets, snacking on mac and cheese, nonstop. And it, it's, it, you know, what ends up happening is you finish what they didn't eat. Yes. Every time. Every, Every time. time. And that's where you gain the LBs. And we're talking like we're talking like fish sticks and chicken tenders or, or and mac and cheese. Their, yeah, or or just like at this age, like you're putting them with the same food you're eating. Yeah. So like you just give them spaghetti. Oh well, they didn't eat their bowl of spaghetti. Oh, I'll eat this real quick. Yeah. Although I don't eat dinners. It's really weird. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know if Rob's ever been thinner in the he, three years I'm, we've been doing this. Sacre is in 
unreal shape right now. He does look thin, doesn't he? Yeah, man. It's a bigger shirt too. That's what it is. It's a big shirt. It's a bigger shirt, but I am. (laughs) I dropped down. I last I weighed, I'm two fifty eight. Dude, that's amazing, Robert. But it's just working outside in this fucking heat. What's What's the lightest you've been? What's the lightest you've been? I have been probably at GU. Well, I think I think around when we were at Maui, I was probably like two fifty. Oh, but so I've you're never... close to your it's close to like sophomore year of college weight, right? That's crazy. But, but, and I was two eighty nine this winter. We got big, yeah, my man. Uh, well, thoughts and prayers to your lost weight. But Slim. no, I was gonna say this: like this heat is really what what's burning it off. Like it's just so hot and working yeah, in this it heat, is. it's crazy. It's been yeah. 104. What has it been out there, San Fran? Uh, I don't know, like 68, 69. Oh, dude, it is hell on earth over here. Yeah. I should yeah. say that. It was like mid-70s yesterday. It was super nice. Oh, my here. gosh. Woo. Yeah. 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 I would love to be in mid-70s right now, the way mid-70s, it is. Mid-70s, yeah. Jack, yeah, yeah. what temperature do you feel like you deserve to to give the people of San Francisco a little treat and pop the top? The, the pop topping weather does not exist in San Francisco. I know, but like I know you. Um, um, I, know you I, w- I could do. I could get away with it. I could justify it in my mind not getting away with it. That's a different deal. I could justify it mid eighties. Okay. Mid eighties, I could pop pop top. But I had to be. I couldn't just pop top and like walk around. I'd Why have not? to be. What the like, hell is I'd, pop top? Pop the shirt off, pal. Oh, and have it be gotcha. have it be in your mind socially acceptable. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what other people think. It Let matters. The people of San Francisco feast with their eyes. I Let, like I like the boy where you guys are at. Yeah, pop that off. Here we go. Rob's That's shirt exactly is off. Unreal, dude. Shirt Rob, I have a question I want to ask you at some point. I've got a question I want to ask you. Can I ask you right now? Let's do it. Because uh, you are my go-to for this. I'm getting a tattoo before I leave Spokane. <gasps> what? All American. All okay. American. Okay. I mean, Rob's got more tattoos than anyone I know. They're all really cool. I've always loved Sacre's tattoos. And so it's going to happen before I leave with a couple buddies and oh, like I friendship tattoos. Oh, yeah, you know. You know. Yeah. And, so, um, uh, and friendship tattoos. So maybe when we all like touch shoulders, it makes a, a shape. <laughs> Who knows? But I'm doing it. I just needed to know the place because I know you have all American. You all American. Ask him. I told him I sent you. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Robbie. Tom, Tom will take care of me. He's done probably fifty percent of my tattoos. What do you? What? 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 Okay, hold on. For those of us who are listening in Seattle and the Bay Area and Sacramento and L.A. and not in Spokane, who have yeah. not been keeping their ear to the to the streets when it comes to local Spokane media, nineteen years you were on the radio up there. 19 years, 2004 was year one in radio in Spokane. And when did you join Jay and Kevin up on the hill? 2009. I went full-time with them 2009. I worked part-time with them, filling in, doing weird stuff with Rob's Zags uh, from about 2000. Zagman. Sorry to ruin it for people, but he was Zagman. That's where you got my attention. I know. That's where I went over Bobby. It took me me dressing up in a way too tight spandex. Red, red pants. Dude. He had a baboon's ass running around. Yeah. Okay. okay. I I do have a question, and I do want you to get back on your career. Training. Nineteen years. Nineteen years. And oh, I'm whoa, 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 whoa. I got a I got a question first. Like back here, and this falls in the 2004 to 2009, so early slim radio career. This must have been 2006. I remember freshman year, Matt Bolden got off the phone 
And he was like, dude, I just did a radio interview with some dude. And as soon as we were done recording, he was like, hey, Matt, uh, you know, off the record, I really want you to know I'm a big fan of your game. Um, anytime you want to blaze, you let me know. Do you want to play? No! And I was like, and I was like, good for that radio guy. And this is back, what, 16, 17 years ago when weed was, especially in Spokane, weed was still yeah. very taboo. You used the word blaze. Was that you? Was it you? Was it you? I would have been who too could, scared. Who could that have been? I don't know. Can I tell you my Rob Sacre interview story? Yes, I don't, was not yes, me. That was not me. I loved talking to Bolden, though. Bolden was an awesome interview when he was in college. Awesome. I honestly, I, I can't believe, because I've known you for years now, I can't believe I just thought of that. I, I had forgotten that until just now. I have an idea. Can I, am I allowed? I mean, I'm not speculate. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Tim Lewis is my guess. Oh, damn. Tim Lewis. Tim Lewis was at Creme, and he seemed like someone who would be into that. He was awesome. He was like the coolest dude. I remember seeing Tim Lewis at, that stuff and being like, you're just way too cool to be on in our media. Where did Krem go? Where did Eric where Krem go? Uh, did he went over go? to Seattle and I think got out of TV and now he's like hiking out. He's still blazing. He's I think still blazing. So. still blazing. So I think it was, I'm guessing Tim Lewis. My my Rob Sacre story, Rob's very first interview on campus, very first one was with me. And we recorded it, had some fun. Rob talked about anime, SpongeBob SquarePants, and some other stuff. I got done recording. I was like, this is so fun. This guy's the best dude. And I walked away, and the the information director at the time, Oliver Pierce, goes, oh, no. "I'm going to need you to delete that." Oh no! I go, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, we can't." He didn't sound polished. He didn't. And I was like, "Who the fuck cares?" Totally. But I remember I, I had my very first, or Bobby's very first interview on campus was with me, and then we had to delete it, and it went away forever. And I was too scared to save it because I was scared of Gonzaga. I, I love um, how that was taken away, but like. Me in a towel in the locker room was okay. Gotten so yeah. much trouble for that. I got in so much trouble for that. That's so <laughs> funny how, I mean, Oliver Pierce was from a different era in a good way. And OP was like a good guy. But nowadays, what nowadays, what those guys say on like Instagram lives, oh. 10 times worse. And for him to Dude. for him to gatekeep Rob talking about anime is ridiculous. Yeah. And also... If you had been like five years older in in your career, you would have been like respectfully OP. Fuck off, I'm keeping totally. This. But I was, brand, I was right. yeah. brand new doing interviews for the Jay and Kevin show. Five questions with Slim, and Bobby was great. He crushed it. One of the only interviews I ever had to delete in my entirety of radio was was Rob Sacre's. And, and you actually deleted it? You I did. Actually... I, I didn't know what to do. I was like 25 years old. Oh, and I was yeah, terrified. I was like, I didn't want to. It was Gonzaga. I didn't want to lose. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's actually true. You were just starting the relationship. Now, get, get on, now yeah. like you said, now cats are on live doing. Dude, I don't know. They've got way more bigger fish to fry than Rob, Rob talking about anime porn. Rob, Bro. we can't talk. To you. We can't talk. We can't talk to Zags on air live. I mean, we. I don't think we could. Like, Do I don't think pay I him. Do to- I don't think I. Well, we would have to pay him, but I don't think I would have trusted Drew Timmy live on a mic. Like Rob is able to shut it off and he has never cussed on our show, which is unbelievable. I don't know that Drew would have been able to do it. I think people always say that there's something about being in a radio studio and seeing the red light that like normal human beings are able to put that part of their vernacular away. I agree. I, I, mean, I think you are. I think it's like, it's like if you're talking with your grandma, you know what I mean? Yes. You're able to like still be like, Cognitive, cognitive of yeah, but what's just, going on. You're not going to drop F-bombs unless it's Christmas. And then in which case, sorry, Grandma, I drop a lot. I always forget about this show. And I'm like, oh, well, 
who the fuck listens to us? Right. Everyone, my, everyone. Yeah. It's unbelievable how many people listen to you. This is it, not about us, Slim. This is not about us. So, so 2009, you, 2009, the, yep. you're up on the hill. For those of you not familiar with Spokane, there was they before Morgan Murphy, Morgan Murphy Media, where KXLI, KXLI, KXLY is on Boone, right by GU. Jay and Kevin was like this pirate radio show up on the mountaintop. When did you guys move down and become mainstream and have billboards all around Spokane and Northern Idaho? That was 2009. That was so, 2009. Okay. Yeah. So we worked at the same building on the South Hill before that. I worked for the sports station. I did a, a local sports show and they did the morning show. And when they left, their producer wanted to stay on the South Hill. And so he stayed there. He didn't to want to make the commute. No, well, he wanted to get his own show. Oh, got it. Yeah, so he he was offered his own morning show when when they left. And so when they left, I was ready to be done doing the local sports show because it was not fun. It was just me by myself for three hours a day with no what? help. Yeah, with no help, no producer, nothing. It was just me. It was wild. It, I don't know how I did it. And I, I mean, I didn't. It wasn't good. <laughs> so then I begged Kev. I was like, Kev, big Kev, I, I would love to be full-time with the show. And I had done enough with Jay and Kevin that was fun. They bought into it. And let me come down with them. So yes, 2009, we we all left that radio station, that building, and started full time at the KXOI building. So that's been 14 years hanging out with the boys in the morning. 14 years, 14 yeah, years of getting up at 4 a.m. What time does the alarm go off? 4:20. 4:20. Yeah, what time Shout do you get out of bed? What time do you get out of bed? Shout out Matt Bolden. Uh, I get out of bed like 4:25. So I'll sit there for a second. I got to do the mini crossword puzzle on New York Times, and then I get out of bed. Okay. Uh, how many times in your 14 year career with Jay and Kevin did you sleep through the first hour of the show? Oh man. Uh, okay. So I'm pretty proud of this. I think I was late to the show from sleep one time in 14 years, which is less than big Kev. How many times did you sleep there? So, okay. So Rob, that is the, that's the trick. Big Kev would always go home and sleep like a normal human being at his house. I would, if I knew the night was getting away from me and I, I did the show in my twenties there and it was, life was different. And it's not that much different though. You're so, you're such a, well, now I got kids. Dude. You're kids such a, I'll tell you a story. Kids change that atmosphere. Yeah, real I'll tell you a story in a second, Jack, about that. But I would, I would go out and when I knew the night was getting away from me, I just knew that I was going to get a ride somehow to the building and I would sleep in my office. And then Jay could just wake me up when he got there and he would be like, why does it smell like liquor in here? And I was like, cause that's me. And I would do the show and I would rally those days and, and I'd feel like I'd crush it because I was so terrified. And then you go home no, and crash. No, you crash at like 11. You overcompensate. You do. Well, you, were still drunk. You, were, you were still drunk too. Totally. Yeah. And, and so, so I would, I felt like I did okay on those, but then I didn't have kids. So I could go home. Like Rob said, I could sleep for four hours in the afternoon and it was not a big deal. If I did it now, I would be dead. I'd come home and the kids would, would kill me. Just rock your but, world. But uh, Jack, to the point of, of doing that, I haven't been able to do that since we had kids because my wife travels a lot. So she's been out of town like the last two weeks. So I just have the kids by myself. Like this one who's talking to me right now. What do you need? Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Mike, let, let's talk into the mic. Have her talking to the mic. I'm talking to the microphone to Uncle Jack. No, you don't. Okay. No. <laughs> um, we're, That's cool. We're just on a fruit snack kicker. I told myself I would just bring fruit snacks up and just give them fruit snacks. So they would be quiet. Um, how, how do you like your house always being dirty? I'm it's not saying dirty. it is. No, but it is, dude. Well, except for when my wife's home, then it isn't. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I have not I have not slept 
past the show lately. I've not done that in a while, but these next two weeks, I think it's going to be a little bit rougher because I'm assuming over my last two weeks in Spokane with my buddies, there will be some longer nights. Yeah. So you have a total of 10 more shows before you are gone. Uh, So my last day, I actually have six more shows because my last day is the 28th. So I've got next week, the 24th week of the 21st, and then the, the 28th, I think, is my very last show. And so uh, you're not going to be on that full segment show we're doing? I don't think so, Rob. I'm, I, well, I don't know. It's all, dude, it's all in flux. If you're coming in on the 30th, I'll work till the 30th. What is it? The 31st. I had it. I wrote it in my calendar. Wednesday, Wednesday the 30th. Wednesday the 30th. Wednesday the 30th. That would be, that would be my last show then. I would work that show for sure. I'd be working okay. it for free. Look at that. I would come in and help the fellas. Yeah, did they schedule? The did they did they schedule Rob on the first day? I you, did. You were... <laughs> no, I did. Oh, oh I this was I like was, a long time ago. It's been kind of in flux on how we're are moving. Moving is stressful, I guess. Oh, the, the plans have changed a little bit here and there. And as are you it, getting all your stuff shipped over there? Yeah. So my wife. Who are you going my, with? My wife got a new job. I don't remember who it is. Hang on. I oh. Uh, I don't remember who it is, but uh, they're taking all the stuff. And then my wife, my wife's mom is coming out. And my wife and the kids are flying back to Lexington. Oh, and you're I'm going to drive the pickup. Uh, I just needed it. I wanted it. I wanted to have a little drive just to kind of. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to do like, a, I'm not going to rush it. I'm just going to take yeah. my time, take like four days and drive. And, but I'm staying in Spokane for like five days after they leave to really just push the envelope. And <laughs> what? Do have, what do I have in the tank at 41? What do I got left? What, oh, did, what time? What, what day are they leaving? I'm they're leaving on the 30th. They're leaving what? They're leaving 29th or the 30th. One of those okay. two. Okay. Okay. Damn. Is the house ready for them to leave? Or is that part of the reason you're sticking around? Um, the, the movers come and they, they pack it and take it. Okay. So, what is, what does that so happen? Like the 26th? That happens on the 28th, I think. Jesus Christ. Isn't that wild? So I that have is been, wild. I have been, I'm the king of fa- Facebook marketplace right now. Yeah. Sell, and sell, 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 sell. Dude. All day yesterday, the day before that, I've just been answering messages, selling random kid toys like crazy. And you're really not doing anything, but it makes you feel better. It makes you feel like you're doing stuff. It makes you feel like you're taking steps yeah. towards the move. Yeah, yeah. totally. Oh. Yeah, I'm just I'm crushing it, right? It's like, oh, you uh, want to play toy for twenty five dollars? I'll sell it to you for twenty. I'm like, I'll be generous just because. What does the fabric of the Jay and Kevin show look post Sean Widmer? Um, I mean, I'm sure they'll do great. I'm sure they'll do great. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do in terms of getting somebody else, but you know, they'll have to find someone else to either be on air or even just maybe produce stuff, uh, answer phones and stuff like that. But, uh, I'm sure they'll be, I'm sure they'll be great. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> if you were so slim, not becoming the PA voice of the Zags has been yep. covered extensively yep. on the sack and Jack brutal podcast if you were currently the pa voice of the zags would that have factored into your decision to move to kentucky no but i'll tell you what would have if i had ever got a chance to do any kind of play-by-play for them i would have stayed but also i think i'm next in line at eastern and so that's the one larry weir's out there god bless him larry weir's getting up there that that would be that's the heart and soul right there play by play eastern so i I think i was next in line for that i've always assumed that and 
And that was the one I told my wife, I go, the only way we're staying, if Larry suddenly retires this year in the off season, I want that. I want to do that. Would and you, so, I mean, we tough. live in, we live in a world where you could potentially, could you live in Kentucky full time and come back and do Eastern Washington basketball three months out of the year, four months out of the year? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I actually don't know. You have to do football too, though. So they want one for all. So it would be, it would be like a huge commitment. Yeah. Jumping uh, around. Maybe if Eastern covered your travel expenses, but that's a big ask for a small nah, I just school. Don't, I, yeah, I think they're, they're just trying to stay a program. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they got that. I, kind I of think cash. that's what they're focused on right now. <laughs> no disrespect slam. No disrespect yep. to the Eagles. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that was like the thing that I was bummed about leaving. Obviously uh, the Gonzaga thing would have been cool. But that that didn't happen. So whatever. But I do get to see the Zags next year. I get to see them at, at my house, at my home, in my new home. Oh, yeah, in Rep Arena. And yeah. then, and then, not we're all going to Nashville, right? I was gonna. Nashville is two two and a half December's from, from now. Oh yeah, two December's from now. It's really close to. I mean, not really close, but close to to Lexington. December 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 twenty twenty five is Zags in Nashville. Man, that's gonna be. And having just spent some time there. I think I talked about this on How the good. show. How fun is that place? Sean's wife, Anna, oh, is a, like, well, she's from Kentucky, but she spent a lot of time professionally. And so did you. You spent a lot of time professionally. Yeah, in but not as much as her. She went to Belmont. So she went to all of her college days in Nashville, and she's a legend there. Like, she's so, a Nashville legend. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I asked Anna and Slim for recommendations. Anna said, what's your email? She sent me a fucking spreadsheet, yeah. um, which I added to a dope uh, brunch oh, place. Good. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, credit to me. Oh, her favorite too. So you don't you you helped out in the one place she likes the most, breakfasts. You give and you take, Rob. Rob, you know that. Yeah. Um mm. anyway, Nashville is absolutely incredible. I have mm-hmm. no idea what Lexington is. I figure it's the Spokane of Kentucky. Yeah, I I if think Louisville is Seattle. Yeah. Yes, that's a great call, Jack, because they're about the same size. Yeah, I, I looked it up. It's a little cooler in terms of the stuff it has. But Lexington's sweet. Lexington's, Lexington's sweet awesome. Yeah, it's Lexington go, awesome. I'm going to try to make a trip in November. Dude, I would love to have you out there. I mean, obviously, anyone's welcome. Uh, any of you guys is welcome. But I, yeah, it's it's really fun. I'm really excited to move there. I'm really sad to be moving away from friends and family. That's but, the hardest part. Now, your parents, how are they doing? Yeah, mom. I called my mom. Mom. I called my mom and said, hey, uh, we are moving to Lexington. The deep breath she took right after I, I did, I told her that just that so she hard. didn't cry was a hard one for me. But you know what? My my parents, I think they're okay with it because when we when I was four, they moved my family to Venezuela for fourteen years. Yeah, so can we do that again? <laughs> know what it's like. Are you guys going to move back to Venezuela again? Yeah, we're going. We're going back there. So they know what it's like to take grandkids away from grandparents and how that works, and that you can stay close. And this is even easier because it's way easier to fly to Lexington than it is. Than it was for my grandparents to fly to Venezuela. Uh, I don't think Americans are allowed in Venezuela right now. They aren't. No, yeah. they aren't. <laughs> Venezuela so, is yeah. a tough spot to be right now. Dude, I think oh. Lexington's rad, though. I will tell you, though, man, I, I, I'm excited for it. The the no job thing, I feel very Jack Pharisee. Yeah. Where Jack is kind of like the wandering soul that I aspire to be. It's yeah. scary. It's it is scary. scary. My Dude, wife has a sick job. My wife got a sick job, which is why we're moving. And so, like, that's that's the main thing. But, yeah, dude, I am like, worried about what what do real people do it'll all work out people do for work what do you mean it'll work out what do real people have for jobs listen you'll you will be stressed of course you'll be stressed 
I mean, I didn't have the the <laughs> weight of having two kids and a wife. Um, but you you do have a wife that's making money. That's great. Yeah, you've got in laws out there that will help with the kids. Um, yeah, I mean, give give yourself a break. You'll have a, you'll have something lined up by Thanksgiving, Christmas, right? Yeah, and, and if you gonna... don't, if you don't, then it's going to be a brutal Christmas because everyone's going to be like, "So how you doing?" And you're going to be like, "Fine, I've got some prospects out there. I'm great. Yeah, got some irons in the fire. <laughs> good, good. Uh, yeah, it'll it's... all work out. And then you'll look back and and wish you had stayed unemployed for longer than three months or whatever it is. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. Plus, you'll get that huge bye bye check from Morgan Murphy Media. What? Damn. <laughs> Damn. Watch. Dude. No, this yeah, is what's you know, gonna, Slim's going to be that lawyer that every weekend I got to go to work. He's just sitting there with a sign. Family yep. struggling. Yep. Uh, and he's bringing in 100K every like every year. Dude, yeah. there's some lawyer that, that now supposedly, I don't know where it was, LA maybe. And he was oh, making, he was like a successful dude who did that? There was some successful dude that was going on the side panhandling and made bank. That's what awesome. in the world? I don't remember where what I think it was LA. Like he was go over to the Be back. Oh, been there, man. Been there. Do we have any ads? Oh yeah, we do have ads. Thank you. I got you, big dog. Thank you. Hold on, let me fire this up. Uh yeah. we've got three babies on the show today. It's crazy, man. Like it's daddy daycare. One of the best movies ever, by the way. Daddy daycare? Oh, with Eddie, with like, Eddie Murphy? You don't like that? Best movie ever. One of the best movies ever. I don't know about yes. that. Well, because you don't you don't you don't have kids, so you can't relate on that. I cannot relate. No. Daddy no. Daycare. Daddy. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh so good. It is so good. I don't know uh, that it's one of the best movies ever, but it is really, really good. Really, you know, really, really good. Slim, you know what else is really, 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 really good? What's that? Talk to me. Badonline.ag. Oh, ben. tell me about it. BetOnline.ag, Sean, is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use that phone to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember, promo code. What's the promo code, Slim? Probably Rob's Tats. And close, believe, B-L-E-A-V. Use that code for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. B-L-E-A-V, bet online, where the game starts. Okay. Um, I mentioned that I don't have a job there, but I will be. My gambling? brother's so I'm moving it. Oh, yeah. And I'll, 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 go, <laughs> I'll, go, go. Bet online. I'll go bet online AG. Dot AG as my as my go-to place. That's right. That. Just go to the poker series. Be okay. that guy. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Blake Step. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, <laughs> Slim, you are fortunate enough to have cultivated a very strong network of friends in and around the Lilac City. From yeah, some, as far back as college, media friends, Gonzaga friends, so on and so forth. But you've mentioned this to me a couple of times, and I, I can't imagine the nature of the business, and especially where you are. Hello. Hi, little one. Bobby, hello, hello. Bobby Stacker's got the baby. Man, she's cute. Hello, hello, hello. She looks like she's 14 years old. She's big. She's Man. big. She's so she's, cute. She's big and fair. 
She's yeah, quite she fair. There. And the eyes are going to be a deadly for you. Oh, boy. Trust me. The eyes are going to be a problem, dude. Those are big yeah. eyes. Big. Oh, hi. Yeah, you're hi. Toast, hi. Um, well, baby, she was getting anxious. This is how she just chills out yeah. for a bit, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. And how, when you're not, when you're just walking around the house, Rob, what's the percentage of time that you have a shirt on? Oh, dude. If I don't have, like, I, I try to be somewhat respectful. Um, to who? Like, if I have, no, if I don't, I, no, I barely have, if I, I barely have clothes on when I'm at my house. Unless the kids, are, <laughs> yeah, it's unless the kids are here, like I'll wear some shorts. That I'm lucky if I got draws on. Like yep. you know, I yep. don't. I, come on, man, it's hot, especially now. I want to be comfortable, man. So those are restricted. I agree. Professionally, though, especially in that building at KXOY, you have had so many. New people show up for the first year. Second year, be- you become friends. Third year, you're really good friends. Then they're gone at the end of the third yeah. year. That's got to be. Yeah. So it, did it get to a point where you just started closing down and wouldn't open up? Because you I haven't I haven't made a friend at work since you left. That's a real thing. You're That's like not true. Person. I'm dead serious. Dude, I stopped. I, w- I had one buddy who was upstairs around the same time you were there. And I stayed really close friends with him. Then he moved. Uh, uh, Rob knows him. Dalton, my good buddy, Dalton. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Down to Florida. Yeah, Dalton. So, and then that Dalton was like, moved. Yeah, I just gave up. I was like, this isn't worth it. To the point, they sent out the email a week and a half ago. Hey, Sean Widmer, after X amount of years here, you know, we wish him well moving forward. Nobody said anything. No one downstairs in TV. A, la- a lady retired three days later, and I probably had a hundred emails of wishing <laughs> well. And I was like, this is where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I stopped making friends. I got zero. Well, you guys to the TV world, you got it was almost like you had to be approved to be asked to come up and hang out at Jay and Kevin. Um, they're they are legends, they are legends. You had to be like, if you like got a text or like a DM, like, hey, after your live shot, can you come tell us about like the bees you found in need? Like, we want to talk about the bees you found in me, you know what I mean? And then it was like, you had to get like six or seven of those before you could become like a Jay and Kevin regular. (laughs) <laughs> and um, perfect time for him to run away. But yeah, I'll, I'll say this now that he's gone. He says I'm the last friend he made when I left. That might be true. What also factors into that is like Slim's 41 years old. The average age of the KXOI employee now is probably 25. Right. No, he's just, gotten, he's just gotten <laughs> older. The point where, yeah, there are different interests. Absolutely different interests, different life stages. Uh, yes. Yeah, because when I when I was down there, Slim was still dating Anna. She was not even living in Spokane yet. We're talking, I think, the big reason. A, yeah, you shut down and didn't want to get hurt anymore. That has something yeah. to do with it. But now the average age of a KXLY employee is probably 25 years old, if not younger. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's way too, way too young. And you're married with a family. Whereas when I was there, you were single, not living with Anna. Yeah. She she wasn't living in Spokane, I don't think. Wasn't living in Spokane. And yeah, dude, I mean, the other part was I just got to an age where I, I just talked to Rob about this on the phone two days ago. Mm-hmm. Hit an age where I like had a bunch. I have a big group of friends. Yeah, like, I'm good. That group, I started shrinking down because it was like I, I just want to have my super duper core group, ride or dies. 
and all the like the people on the outside. I love them still. I don't I don't hate them by any stretch. I just didn't have the time to put into like fostering those relationships and growing those relationships anymore. Well, so that, I that, just heard um, this and I don't know how I, I'm sure it's true. It's a study. It's you can only have 150 people in your life, like technically. And that's a lot. That seems like so many. No, but out of that hundred, there's like it's a pyramid. I I don't know what the pyramid. Well, it's a pyramid is. scheme of friendship. That's <laughs> no, yeah, right. But fifteen are your closest friends that you keep up with. I think Jack is now just because we talk every week. I that's how it is for me and Jack. Wow. Um, wow. but wow. fifteen are your like close ones. Then you have like another. I think fifty is acquaintances, and then it just goes like. And that's how you can keep as many. And then like some are like, so I don't know what you consider the last row, but that's the only way you can keep it. Dunbar's number. That's what it's called, Rob. Dunbar's number. Theory of Dunbar's number holds that we can only really maintain about 150 connections at once. Friendships, when you boil it down, are nothing more than like a collection of shared experiences, right? So friendships take work. You know what I mean? It oh, takes work 100%. On, they take work on both sides of it. And so I can't relate, but I imagine starting a family, doing the whole playing house thing, your attention is pulled away from maintaining relationships. Yeah. Well, it takes, I, okay, let's say, I'm sorry. Sorry, Jeff. Hold that thought. Yeah. But Jeff, he just had two human beings come into the life. Yeah, no, no. So no I'm not that, saying he's wrong. No, 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 no. I, what I'm saying is, that knocked two human beings out yeah, of yeah. that. Done, mm-hmm. out, out of that. That's just what, it, because he has two relationships. So that knocked two, whoever it may be, not knocking anybody. You just, those two are out because you've got to kind of manage all that. Like the MySpace top eight, right? Yeah. I guess yeah. so. I guess, okay. yeah. And even worse because those two knock other people out, but they also wait, take way more time than right. anyone else who is already on that list probably more than two and yeah so it two, knocks yeah. out like 20 because of the amount of time and you lose Correct. like your nights right you lose your nights it's not like i can just leave all, every right. single night my wife would kill me and then when she's traveled she travels all the time the last two weeks it was funny the last two weeks i told my wife i was like look i've got one month this is august i'm gonna see as many people as i can and yeah. say like goodbyes and hang That's out fair. And she was out of town these last two weeks. <laughs> Damn She's it. been a prisoner at my house. Because the second the kids go to bed, I'm here. I can't leave. I, they've yeah. got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Why don't you have people come over? I, I The last couple nights, I did have people come over, which was really nice. And, uh, and Oh, that's and, why you called in sick today. Wink, wink. Yeah, Jay. right. Dude, yeah. two nights ago, I, I almost would have had to. But oh, no. Oh. I kept thinking, like, I can't. Oh, I also know that the, the nanny's coming up in the morning before I knew she was sick. And I'm like. I can't like have her show up and I'm passed out on the couch, <laughs> like in the same clothes. She saw me in yesterday. Who cares? What's your, what's your, you're leaving in two weeks. I know. I know. I need to be, I need to think better. I need to think yeah. more like you, Jack. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I think what you need is, uh, a, a traditions that certain groups of friends rally around. For example, I do this golf tournament and there's like 16 dudes and out, Outside of that one weekend, I don't see twelve of them. Right, it's like a outside of that. Get you know together. What I mean? What's that movie? Tag, tag yeah. or uh, buddy games. The whole deal. I think you need that. I think you need a couple different versions of that. So, Mike and Zach are friends. I am. You know, there's like 
14, 15 of us. I am one of like three that doesn't have any kids. But we have the Zachs. You know what I mean? Right. You have more friends than anyone. Yeah, but it's not. I am. Those very, are the I don't have. They're in the acquaintances. I wouldn't say that. I just don't have. I'm. I'm not. I'm choosing my words lightly here. I don't <laughs> have the blessing of having kids and a wife, so I have much more time to work and maintain these friendships and relationships. Maybe you're also I mean, a yeah. lightning, you're yeah. also a lightning rod personality. Like you're a lightning rod. You're a you're a valuable friend. You are somebody who if you if some if you if you can get Jack Ferris in your circle, that's a big dub for your friendship circle. Jack's a Jack's a party. Okay, your your words not mine. But I think especially now that you go to Kentucky, like you'll have to do a Zag game once a year, right? You have to find an excuse or maybe will you do Hoop Fest still? Is that your like yeah. Spokane weekend? Yeah. I'll come up for Hoop Fest. Rob, I heard was playing Hoop Fest and didn't yes. ask, but I didn't. I didn't think about it. I didn't take it personally or anything like that. I haven't. I haven't been stewing about it for the last week. It's you okay. were tossed. You but were I tossed will be around. here for. I will be here for Hoop Fest. You were tossed around as being a guard on that team with Chris Kamen. He could have used it. I mean, I'll still be around for it if he needs it. But you know, now I feel a little chopped. Whoever's left. in the. I'm just letting you know. If I get to the finals, I'm. I'm beating the shit out. I might have five offensive fouls on my card. That's a. That boy, you need to put him on his butt. I'm just going. Oh, to, I'm going to have eight dribbles, and I'm just maybe 12, 15, and it's just backing you down the <laughs> whole time. It's going to be. It's the viewership on that final game is going to go down. And on TV. <laughs> Next, I will. I will for sure. That's hilarious. I will for sure come back for Hoop Fest every year, and then I'll try to at least make one other extended trip up here. That's like the plan right now. You got yeah, summer winter. One summer, one winter. Yeah. I'm not going to do it like you do, where Jack's I never. I, Jack, if you follow Jack on Instagram, which everyone should, that I've never seen a human being in more places. It's I, smoke I, and mirrors. Yeah. I it, my life is much cooler on Instagram than it is in real life. But I, I am, I am like, yeah, I'm able to just bounce around. Okay, that has been something this year. This is so dumb. I don't even know why we're talking about this, but I am. This has been something I focused on this year. I tried to post a bunch on Instagram of just the realest stuff. Yeah, I, 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 your so Instagram I, is really good. Your Instagram been, is really good. You're just I've keeping really, it real. Yeah, you know? Rob. So I've been really trying this year. Like some of them suck. It's like, why did you post that? But I'm like trying to embrace this thing of this is actually my life. Yes. And so maybe I wasn't jumping off of a the side of a volcano on <laughs> Wednesday. I was just sitting around doing nothing. But when I look back, like if Instagram's still around, I would love to have this catalog that I look back on and go, oh, that's really what I was doing at that phase of life. Like I was in my house a lot with my kids a lot. Or this time of my life, I had a lot of time to hang out and play hoops with the boys. So I've been really trying to focus on posting things that are not like Photoshop doctor needing a lot of attention. They're just right. my real actual life. And it's been kind of fun, but it is also sometimes kind of depressing when you see guys like Jack. It is not depressing. Me. Shut up. It is Your Instagram is brilliant. It'll be like, yeah, you just kind of hanging around. Also, your life is pretty cool too. Like it is, what is, good stuff. I have some fun you, stuff. What do you do every Tuesday for two and a half hours right in the middle of the day? Um, I, I hoop. Yeah. Okay. A lot of, Guys, a lot of 41 year old guys would kill for that. Yeah, I hoop every day. I do that twice a week. We get to go out and hoop a little bit. I get, I mean, we do a lot of trivia nights. We do, uh, apparently, my daughter just came up with a bag of chips that she found in the pantry. So we do that. Another thing you talk about documenting your life, your 20s into your 30s, and now into your 40s. If you don't listen to the Sean Widmer podcast, you don't necessarily have to, but subscribe to it. He puts one out every day. The work ethic behind that is unbelievable. Now three days a week, Jack. It's okay, he puts one out. You can, three you days a week? No one was going to check. 
He puts one, he puts three out a week. And if you have, we all have that. The, the, listen, I listen to him all the time because I think Slim is crazy talented and hilarious. Thank and thank you. The, the look into his life is unlike anything you are going to get anywhere else. If when you stumble upon a slow podcast day, which we all have those, be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to give that Sean Woodmer guy a try. No, I appreciate you, Jack. Thank and you, you fired up and then you're hooked because it's 15, oh. 20 minutes. He talks about his day. He talks hilarious. About, he talks about the little decisions he has to make. And then he talks Vince. about what he's he got Vince. going on. It's like oh, you're close you. to Bill Burr. I Rob, Rance. Rob Rance. Rob Rance. Rob used to come on the uh, morning show and do Rob's rants. And they were my favorite thing of the week. And he would talk about how uh, there wasn't enough cream uh, available for him to drink for this family at Yolks. And I laughed my head off every time he did it. I did. I will say I try to keep him 15, 20 minutes. I did the, I quit my job podcast earlier this week, which was amazing, which is an amazing minutes. podcast. It if was you, so long. Sorry. Sorry to cut you off again, but I want to talk about good. you too. My son's cutting me off. So it's, if you, that's a part of the podcast. If you, I mean, even if you've just listened to this podcast and you know, slim and you know, Kevin, I don't know if Jay's ever been on, but you should know about the show. If you have any kind of ties with Spokane and you've ever listened to the Jay and Kevin show, I implore you to go and listen to that podcast because it is is so real and behind the scenes and how he came to the decision and offered up his resignation to Jay, who like rejected your resignation at first. He didn't talk to me for a week. (laughs) I I respect the hell out of that. He was on vacation. It was a terrible time to tell somebody you're quitting. And put him in a bad position. You, you, but I you, had to do it contractually. I had to do it that day because I didn't realize I needed to give 30 day notice. No. I was going to wait until he came home. I was going to wait till he came home and I looked at my contract. One of my buddies said, You might want to look at your contract. And it said 30 days. And I go, Crap, he's on vacation right now. I have to call him and tell him or I'm going to get screwed. Yeah. So he didn't so talk to me for a week. This is a contract business where Slim, what is it? Every three years, every five years? Uh, mine's every two. Every Every two two years. Wow. They want to be ready to cut you loose, don't they? No, that definitely favors you. Now, buddy. Shorter contracts, shorter contracts favors the talent for sure. Um, well, dude, I'm I'm thrilled for you. Do you think do you think you will find your way onto a Lexington radio station? Or are you over there? I think yeah. I'm done with radio. Good. I think Good. I'm done. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I still love it. I still I'll be, you know, I'll still check in on Jay and Kevin when I come back to visit and stuff. But I think my time with radio is done. I'm I'm always going to be mad that I missed the boat on the podcast game because you guys make money on a podcast, which blows my mind. I've been doing the, I've been doing a podcast since 2015. Did I tell you this? 2005 was my first year doing podcast. I joined Apple's podcasting network when they started podcasts two months after they started it by a random happenstance that I bought an iPod. An iPod had a thing called podcast. And we we're like, what are these? I think I was, I think we did the research that I'm like the 516th podcast ever to exist. They're like, this is like 2008, 2007, 2005. 2008, 2005. Uh, I was September, 2005. When I did my first episode of my podcast. And I think it was like the five, it's like the, it's just under 600 all time. And guess how much money I've made off it? Zero. And so everyone who's done podcasts now is making money. And I'm like, you sons of guns, you dirty well, rats. We, we, we don't exactly pay the mortgage. With, no, that's yeah. true. What we make from betonline.ag, yeah. all right. credit to betonline.ag. Love them. I love them forever. <laughs> I miss Manscaped. Them. I do miss Manscaped. Yeah, then, yeah, we do miss Manscaped. Um, but yeah, Manscaped. I, I think I'm done with the radio thing. I think I'll do my podcast for fun just to kind of have that creative outlet and then just try to find something 
try to find something. Dude, the number one thing I'm getting asked right now, though, about my move to Lexington is whether or not I'll quit on the Zags and go to the be a Wildcats fan. See, I'm not going to ask you that. That's a stupid question. That's a stupid question. No, Jack, it's the dumbest question in the world. Like, oh, yeah, I'm moving to Lexington, and I'm just not a Zags fan anymore. Now, I will be a UK football fan, if that's okay. Because Zags on Why would you even want to be that fan? Well, yeah, because, but no, totally makes sense. They're like, what what affiliation do you have with college football? I'd go Vander. At, at the, the, so I've got Eastern. Level. I've got Eastern, but right. Eastern's FCS, and they're my favorite. And I've I've said this a million times, Coot fans. I apologize. Yes. You guys are not welcoming. You are correct. not welcoming. That's and, correct. And it is totally fine and totally cool. But if you didn't go to WSU or you don't live in the Palouse, you are not welcome to be a Cougar fan. And so I just never was able to do that. I always thought it looked cool. So this will be my first time to be in a city where. There's a D1 SEC football team. I think I'm going to latch on to that. And then the second basketball starts, I'll wear my Zags gear. Slim, you made that point on your podcast, and you are so 100,000% correct. Washington State fans want to cry poor, like, oh, we don't get the respect we deserve, blah, 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 us against the world. But as soon as you try to get on their sideline and root for them, they're like, what? You you can't be with us. No, no, no. You can't sit with us. One oh, time, Jack, facts. I posted the uh, the Cougs were doing something good. It was Mike Leach years. The Cougs had had like back-to-back amazing games. I posted a, a stat that I saw that I thought was really cool about the Cougar football team. And I was kind of excited about it. And I'm like, this is sweet. This is in our area. And the first three replies to that tweet were all ripping me for being bandwagon. Yeah. And I was like, screw yeah. you guys. Yeah, I, exactly. I like, I'm done. I, I, I'm just trying to, I like, I'm just trying to enjoy your product. And that wasn't allowed. So I just, I gave up trying. Um. And what they'll do is they'll point to Gonzaga fans and Gonzaga in general is like a bunch of elitists. It's like, Which dude, you guys are Hey, yeah, but we're in Spokane. And like, I, I think Gonzaga has done such a good job of making the Zags Spokane's team. You know what Everyone's I mean? Welcome. Everyone's, Everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome, dude. If you can afford the tickets, come on in. You know what I mean? I'm not be you... welcome to the game because you can't get in. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right, right. You're welcome to the club. And yeah. I think it's super cool. And they do enough events throughout the year that you can meet the players and, you know, all that stuff. I think they do a fantastic job with it. And as much as there might be some big money at the games, everyone's welcome on that Zags bandwagon. And I love that. I think that's super cool. I would I would like one game, one game at least every year in the arena for people who can't yeah. get. Yeah, Rob, I, 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 UK game, I, that UK game last year was insane. Right. It was so loud, so cool. You got to see dads and their sons who are never going to get to go. That's to what I'm saying. Event. I think that has to stay because it gives it. I, my fear, and I'm trying to be optimistic, not pessimist, but my fear is if you get away from that and just stay elite, quote unquote, then you lose everybody. You lose that fanship in Spokane. You and know, you need, you need to be able to have younger people access your games and so for parents to be able to take multiple kids to a game is such a big deal for building the brand yeah because then you'll have actual full full stands full attendance yeah and i get i love and i love the i love the kennel i love the kennel i think the kennel is an absolutely awesome place to watch a game and it's probably the coolest place to play a game it has to be awesome as a player but Washington, yeah, every now and then, every now and then, one game in the arena would be so sick just for the just for the fans, the local fans that can't yeah. afford it. Yep, you know, Washington State should figure out a way to charter some buses to pick up like high school kids and bring them down to their games at Beasley. Yes, like absolutely. do something like that. Make it easy for the kids. Make it easy for the parents. 
Even but charge that's the parents. How you get your, yeah, that's how you the parent, get it. Until you're good. And then when you're good, like when they were good, what? Mid 2000s? <laughs> yeah, what were they good? Are you talking basketball? Are you talking basketball? Basketball, 2008, Kyle Weaver. So that team was rad. Taylor Rochester. Taylor Rochester. So, okay, when they were good like 15 years ago, they were selling out that 20,000 seat stadium, right? Yeah. Ish. Yeah. It's, it's been quite some time. Um, Okay. I do. I don't want to keep you too long. We're, we're close to an hour here. I yep. do have a job prospect for you. I have not run this by Rob, but I just came up with this. Okay. You are moving Sacre to Lexington. Excavation. Sacre Excavations, Lexington edition? Yes. Sacre East. No. Still don't have my gear. Still don't have no. my shirt to take with me over to Kentucky. Le- Lexington is what? 25, 30 minutes away from Louisville? 40? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah about, about that. Less than an hour. Less than an hour. Less yeah. than an hour. Very accessible. Rob is in the market of buying a new horse, maybe horses. November. Rob buys Rob buys the horse. Well, I'm coming down. Is, you just treat you bring in the horse like it's your third baby. And yes. it lives with you and it sleeps with you and you feed it hay and it watches cartoons with you. My in-laws live on on a house that's on the horse trails and they've got the barn right there where people keep their horses. So like we've got they could you know, the horse could be one of Let's the great get into one and Let's it starts one. with one it starts with one slim and then people see what a good job you're doing raising this little pony for the glue factory and then yeah. they give you their ponies if you want to have one of the best times in the world and i would love it if you guys came down and did the the show live from there keeneland so it's not the kentucky derby which is in louisville keeneland oh, happens Keen- in lexington now this is the one that a lot of i don't i don't want to say other networks but there's another good like there's not as good as your guys is but a big network of internet <laughs> presences presences that uh just bought their own business they are at keeneland every year because they say it's the best horse racing experience you will have well but we don't really we don't really compete with barstool so you can mention barstool okay yeah so those guys and so (laughs) but they've claimed forever and these are guys who you know they know their stuff in the world keeneland by a million times is way better to go to than the kentucky derby and it's in Lexington. And I would say you guys come down there rob can get his fix of looking at the horses and all that jazz it is well, we would die. Jack, you and I would die. I would have okay. to sleep outside in the grass again, which is fine. <laughs> uh, and, and, but we should, you guys should come out and do it. Everyone needs to check. The, Keelan's rad. If, if uh, you've when is it? What I, I've heard the, that's where the sales are. Yeah. Yes, Rob. That's where the sales are. It's twice a year. There's one, I think, in October and one, I think, in April is when the two, their two events every year are. Oh, Keeneland. Keeneland horse races. Okay, Keeneland. Keeneland. It's insane. It is. One of the coolest events I've ever been to in my life. Uh, I did not think I would like it. I didn't like it. I loved it. Interesting. Do you dress up? So it's just like, it's just kind yeah. of like a, it's like a blue collar derby. I'll tell you my Keeneland story real fast. Yes, Sorry please. for hijacking. No. My, my wife had her 10 year high school anniversary at Keeneland. And so this is when we were just dating. We weren't married yet. And so I go and I wanted to go there. We were actually getting married that November. This was in October. So we went there to do some wedding planning and we went to Keeneland. I dressed up in my, you know, dress shirt and my slacks and uh, just like the Southern people do. And you're like, I'm, you're like, I'm going to be Anna's like fiance, not going to know anybody going to be. Yeah, exactly. I'm the guy she's taken. So when everyone's like, what have you been up to in the last 10 years? She can be like, well, I'm getting married. And points to that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and I'm not going to be able to get used to this. It was 80 degrees, 75% humidity. Yeah. And I started walking to it and I was like, man, I feel kind of sweaty. I'm like, I'm a sweaty guy. I feel kind of sweaty. And so we get there and I'm, everyone's staring at me. What's going on? And Anna finally comes over and goes, hey, I just, I need to tell you this because everyone's asking about you. Your entire back 
<laughs> like the entire thing. I look like Sean Miller. My entire back is a block of sweat all the way through. I notice it once I noticed it. It gets worse. Yeah. So now the front of my shirt is no. you, ring it. you can ring it. The loseriest guys at her class reunion kept coming up and they're like, Do you need a towel, sir? And I'm like, <laughs> like, oh. like that, that's their time to shine is rip on the sweaty guy. Yeah. So then I look down at my pants <laughs> and I'm like, You gotta be kidding me. I have on my thighs sweat through my pants. I've never had this happen before. And I'm dripping sweat. So my pants are now wet. My whole shirt is soaking. My pants are now wet. It's all over. I look like I jumped in a pool. And this is how I met her friends at the class reunion. So it was like the humidity, but then piled onto embarrassment that caused me to sweat more. You didn't say, hey, I'm going I'm to just run back to the, the house real quick and change. So, Rob, this Keeneland is a it's like tailgating to a next level. So you walk. 40 minutes from parking to get to the event. Like it's insane oh, amount of people. Gotcha, gotcha, so it's not gotcha. like I could just leave and then parking gotcha. is kind of a fiasco. I was in. So thank God oh. her friends or one of her best friends was super cool. But he goes, we just got to get inside. Once they open, they have an air conditioned to the max. We'll cool you down. And so after about 20 minutes inside, my shirt dried, I dried, and then I got to enjoy it. But my Keeneland experience was me in front of all of Anna's high school friends. She was so excited to be like, this is the husband I'm proud of. Instead, she's like, dude, don't ever come back. <laughs> so wait, did you, she couldn't give you a heads up? Or at, this, at that point, you had spent enough time in Kentucky in the summer to probably know not to go long sleeve shirt and pants. Or was everybody going long sleeve shirt and pants? Everyone was going long sleeve for oh, her. Oh, they're, they're acclimated. They yeah, were acclimated. acclimated. So it was so embarrassing. It was really bad. And uh, I, the, the picture still circulates from time to time. Her friend will send just the picture of me. They took a picture of me in the back. My whole shirt is wet and the back of my legs have soaked through. And so I'm just wet all over. And he'll send the picture every now and then and just be like, hey, man, thinking of you. I'm like, thanks, Matt. <laughs> thanks. We won't be friends when I move to Lexington. That is true. I'm the same way. So I'm a sweater as well. As soon as you like notice the sweat, oh. then it's like ball game over. Then it's like you can't. Then it's like a waterfall. I just bring a towel. I oh, have no yeah. shame anymore. I just bring like if I know I'm going to be in a meeting setting. Yeah, like, especially when I was at GU. I don't know being in like a polo just it wasn't my thing. I, yeah. I started. I would just sweat being in meetings at GU. I was and like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, and then once you start sweating and you're like, hold on, let me go to the bathroom and you like wipe your brow and then you come back and two seconds later, it's just as bad as if not worse. Oh, yes. dude, like, I just brought I don't... a towel all the time I, and I just dap my head the whole time. I hate it. And then I don't know if you guys are like me, but I feel like once I li- hit a certain level of like intoxicatedness or drunkness, then I stop sweating. So then usually these are events where there's like an open bar or something. Then I just start called housing. dehydrate. That's called dehydrate. Oh, you took the words out of my mouth. I just start oh, housing yeah, beers. And then at a certain point, I'm like, okay, I'm done sweating. But now I'm just can't hold a conversation with anybody. But yeah. it's, but, but you know what though? Sometimes that's better. <laughs> like, truly. It's, it's, sometimes that's the road you have to take. Um. Okay. Well, hopefully this isn't the last episode with Slim Widmer because hopefully they do have internet in Lexington. Um, I love you guys. I, I appreciate you guys so very much. I hope love you, guys you more. Know. Love you more. What's gonna be great because we used to call you to get your fan perspective inside the belly of the beast in Spokane. Yeah. Now we're gonna get your Lexington fan perspective. I'll get the oh, national. Boy. I'll get that national East national. Coast bias right. style. Uh, right. Hey, Rob Sacre, on a real level, real level. Uh, you have been somebody who has been extremely important in my life in the last fourteen years. I do owe you a huge thank you for that. 
I will miss seeing you around town. Oh, oh, I'm not man. trying to get emotional I, I on it. You are someone I didn't call you and tell you because I didn't want to cry on the phone. You are someone I'm going to miss greatly, my friend. Oh, and I man. will never be able to repay you for how awesome you have been in my life. So just so you know that. Well, I'm gonna definitely miss you, bro, because you we've had we've had some experiences and yep. a lot more laughter than anything else, I think. And so I love you, bro. I'm I'm proud of the man you are and father and all that and just enjoy it bro i will man i will and i'll, I'll be calling i'll be listening to you guys obviously. i know we'll call more we'll call more but love it i would love Beautiful. it boys i'll cut all that uh rob uh, hey, do you... kaden perry kaden perry are we that's a terrible sad story right that's like it is it's bizarre it's a what I, I didn't read the whole instagram i Kate just Perry's said... done he's just done he's retired back back, back right, injury back I injury so bad for kids sorry i just want to do one second of zags so that you still get to keep your <laughs> sponsorships but i feel so bad for kids whose bodies just don't agree with it who have the the the, ta the talent and it just doesn't work that that bummed me out this week and, and i felt very bad for him on that one. Cause you put a lot of time in, I'm sure growing For up. Sure, man. And that's why Stop. you just got to count your blessings on that aspect, man. Yeah. It's so this one, I think is a little bit easier to understand or us to have our, to, to wrap our minds around than, than a Brock Reve story. No, totally. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into that. Right. This we're too late into the episode. Yeah. I I'm not going to like, this isn't, there. this isn't like a shaming mental health thing, but it's just like, we never really got a full story there. No, um, no, he quit true. because it was hard. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I you know, I, I don't want to go down this road. I well, the really problem, don't. Rob, the problem is when you're not as a fan, and I know there's a lot of times people go, well, everything's personal. Okay. But when you're not told as a fan what happened, unfortunately, that means you're going to speculate. 100%. You're 100%. And that's that your right. That's your right yeah. as a fan. I so think. I, I think get that, that yeah. they were like, you need to leave it be. And it's like, I get that too, but we are fans and you want us all as fans. So we're going to speculate. And when you don't say anything, we're going to speculate the worst thing. Because if it wasn't the worst thing, you would just tell us. Correct. And so since you didn't tell us. So I'm with you. The Brock Rivet thing was a nightmare. I think it was handled terribly. Absolutely yes. terribly. The, this Caden Perry one was handled well and it's just super sad and unfortunate it sucks, it's so bad for a kid who's worked so hard to be there oh outside of like the value to him to the team i just feel bad for the human being because that's got to be a really hard time he's going through if yeah could, oh, it's a it's a nice way if you're sliding into his dms as a jerk i will find you like well, I, if you like, just you're a buzz, like, i'll find you and i'll beat the crap out of you like you're a joke also like Look around. It's an identity thing right now. Now he's gonna have to adjust and figure out what totally. His it's gonna is. it's gonna be a few years until he finds something that he's passionate about and good with. Um, but honestly, no disrespect to Caden. Look at that roster we're building up, right. Slim. Right. That roster is coming together in, in such a way. Yeah. Hey, I, guy, I don't know if you guys knew this. Mark Few knows <laughs> he sure uh, does. I'm on the zag boards. I'm on the zag boards, and Mark Few is so stupid. Yeah, the okay. And you're I mean, off, you're the worst. You're the worst fan. Not to. I mean, a lot I of can't people believe they're still Zag boards. Okay. Like, I, I can't believe that's a thing still. I don't know I if really, there are. I don't know if there are. There are. Oh, no, they're, they're 100% are. They're, like, I think it broke on the forums on that. The oh, Perry, the Perry thing broke on the boards before anything else. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mark Fitt is not a coach. Yeah. No, you're right. That's why Team USA has him because he's terrible at coaching. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yep. Doesn't it make sense to have the worst coaches be coaching Team USA? I love watching pictures and videos of him coaching up those guys. They're so it, big. The yeah. NBA guys, NBA, Rob knows this. NBA guys are different. Imagine like, Austin Reeves. I, looks I can't. Like I honestly, 
I honestly really want to know what he's like in me those too. practices. So Pro- badly. It, it, it honestly watching. I watched the body language, like because their game. Yeah, that's Vegas, the right? only thing you can get out of it. Right into and out of timeouts. You watch the body language, and he's like coming off the bench to talk to guys as they're coming off the floor. So. Like I, coaching. I, I don't know. Yeah, but exactly. Like, okay, so look, I know one percent of what Mark Few knows about basketball. Right. Right. I could watch a Jennifer. pick. I could watch a pickup game at Gonzaga right now and be like, "Wow, these guys are incredible." I couldn't. I there's nothing to fix. Few could watch <laughs> a pickup NBA like All Star game and he'd be like, "That's wrong. That's wrong." He's pulling up like he's not helping fast enough. Like it's crazy how he, the things he could pick apart watching those guys play basketball. Yeah. And this isn't watch, one of those. Watch oh, he goes and that's... becomes an NBA coach now. No, yeah. he's done. He's, he's, this he will retire. One here. of those. Oh, you guys are Zach fans. So you're Brown nosing coach few, but that's not what this is. That really Trust is not me, what this is. That uh, ain't not. It. Cause we could come up with stuff that we could probably nitpick on Fuey, but that this is just like observing. Like what, like what Slim? I think there's some I think there's some <laughs> rotation issues sometimes for for real. I do think that maybe there's some rotation issues sometimes. But I but that's me. Every time I think something, it's like, well, I coach nothing, so there's not rotation issues. Fuse the man, like he's the only one who's doing it at this level. So you mean you mean we could have ten guys on a roster and nine of which would start on every other WCC team, yeah. but we only play seven guys. Yeah, and so you think that, but guess what? <laughs> yeah, it you works. Don't Mark, you don't think Mark Hughes thought that? Like, yeah. we're the only one. Suddenly, we're the only people with the fans on the couch, their hands down our pants. Yeah. We're like, why is Fewer doing this? Oh yeah, he hadn't thought of that. Yeah. His job, all he does all day, he hadn't thought of that. Like they've got it covered. They've got it. They've got it. They've got a good thing going down there. Um, we'll slam. <laughs> Excuse me. Come, come visit, Jack. Come visit, and when next time you're in Lexington or Nashville, I want to come join because you guys look like. You barely left it standing. I'll go to Nashville. Uh, if I not, if not before two years from now, I will see you two years from now when the Zags are in what is that? The Firestone Arena, Firestone P- Pavilion. No, that's in Rupp Arena. Huge. Pledgestone. Oh, no, 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 no. Bridgestone. 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 Right on Broadway. God, they they do it correctly. In Nashville. I might go to that one. I really might go to that. Huh. Game. Don't you dare threaten me. Oh, another thing. One last thing. One last final last thing. Slim is famous for two months ahead of time in September and October being like, oh, that game, Duke and Vegas, I'll absolutely go to that one. That's one I'll go oh, to. No, and no, then he it's never called goes. Flaking? Oh, yeah. Slim's notorious yeah, yeah. for that. We'll leave it yeah, on yeah. that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave, leave it on that. that. Too Great episode, anything. guys. Great episode. Wait, Bye. Rob, do you, do you have something for us? Did you I have some. Uh, don't make molehills mole into mountains. From the corner! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.